what's been happening at Bailey House for news and interviews. Don't go anywhere else without a rabble. We don't gabble. Being number one for fun with a Bailey babble. A Bailey babble. Bailey babble. Bailey babble. Woohoo! Bailey babble. That was and cool. I beg your pardon? That was cool. I reckon it was cool myself. Angus, hey, I'm Matt, your host with the most here missing. You are listening to the Bailey Babble, and joining me in the studio today is Angus McMillan. Good morning, Matt. How are you, sir? Oh, Afternoon. God. Afternoon. Oh, God. God you're a punk and you are. I might have Monday orders. you got Monday orders. Welcome, mate. Co-host Simon, good afternoon, my friend. Yes. Hello. Great to have you with us. Yes. Hey, the Formula One Grand... Now, you're our resident Revhead. Yeah. The Grand Prix... The Grand Prix's coming up soon. Will you watch the Grand Prix or not? Yes. You will? Okay. Because the V8s... You, V8s is your favourite, right? Yes. Okay, well, you'll get to see the V8s whizzing round too. Sam Baker, yes, good afternoon. Sir, I feel good, sir. Good to have you here this afternoon, sir. Well, welcome. My team is not good. Yeah. Hey, join the, join the club. My team's no good either. Speaking of t- footy teams that are going well, Lukey McCormack, welcome to the the microphone, sir. How are? You? Good. Second on the ladder, is that right? Yes. Oh, all right. We were we were first on the ladder, then Sydney won and overtook you. Uh, overtook us, mate. We could talk footy all day long, of course, but we uh, we have got some special guests to get to. Ellie's in, Ellie had her first win. Great, your friend Ellie, who's the VFL. W, and, captain and, of the Southern and, Saints. And, um, her team's on top of the ladder. Beg your pardon? Her team's on top of the ladder. Well, along, well, let's see how they progress throughout the course of the year. We'll get the updates coming. Hey, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the microphone two special guest visitors. Not one, listeners, but two. Talk about bang for your buck. Please welcome to the microphone our team leaders of our two short-term accommodations. Now get it. Alicia and Sam. Hey, Sam. Welcome to the Bailey Bubble. What are your first impressions? Very funny. A lot of funny people around. Chaos. A little bit of that too. A little bit of that too. Hey, Sam. Oh, and and Alicia. Are they? Do you do you have similar thoughts? Yes, it's hectic for a Monday. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Next you thrive on hectic. I do. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Alicia, can you tell us the listeners which house you're responsible for? Where it's located and can you describe it for us? Oh, okay. So we are located on Aslin Street in Brighton. Describe it. Oh like Sam's house, it's big. There is five bedrooms, one big lounge room. And then we've got a lounge and kitchen area with a lovely backyard area. It's delightful. Beautiful. And how would you describe Lonsdale Avenue, Sam, to someone who's never set foot there? It's big. It is. It has five bedroom. We have a massive kitchen. I'm very proud of that kitchen. I love that kitchen. Um, and we've got two huge bathrooms as well. It's a beautiful house. Yes. What are the features of the surrounds in Hampton East? Ooh. We've got a few parks around. We have a duck pond, one of our residents that lives at Lonsdale currently that absolutely loves it. Um, what else do we have around? We've got a Coles that's not far from, from Lonsdale. Um, yeah, it's oh, a nice, quiet area. 
Yeah, beautiful. What about the features of the 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 Asling Street house, which is in Brighton, isn't it, um, Alicia? Yes, and you're testing me now because I'm fairly new. I think we just are close by to the station and also Bay Street. So we've got the cinemas, we've got Coles, we're also close to Middle Crescent. A bit too far to walk, but and, and the beach, of course, the beach. Yeah, no shortage of cafes near you, right? No, lots. There better be good coffee. We'll take, um, we'll take, we'll take recommendations for coffee. Beautiful. Well, Luke, I want to get over to Mr. Baker with question number one, Sammy. You can call me Sammy or won't. Well, I can call you Sam. It's going to be two, it's, there's two Sams. It gets quite confusing. Yeah. That's all right. We'll get by. Take it away, Sam. I love you so much. <laughs> How many times have I told you I'm a married man? Yes. Doesn't worry, you're still going to say it, aren't you? He always says it every time he's... Okay, let me start. Where did you grow up? Oh, okay. So I was born in Ethiopia, which is East Africa. So I lived there until I was about eight. And I moved to Sudan, which is our neighboring country. Um, lived there until I was about 14, 15, and then moved here. And I've been here ever since. Do you have memories of Ethiopia? Mm, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I remember the weather being very nice. It's, it's very tropical weather. It's not sad like Melbourne is today. <laughs> what state was the country in back then? Oh, God. That is a big question for me. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know, to be honest. It's obviously had a lot of issues over the journey, hasn't it, with drought and famine? No, I think it was more just a bit dry, I would say. Yeah. So good memories. And Sudan as well, good childhood memories. Sudan, yes, it was fun, but it was hot. It was always about wow. 45 degrees. It always was boiling. Um, Couldn't you just go to the beach or the local swimming pool? Not really. No. No, because you still have to dress up in full. So they have a bit of a different way of living than we do here. So you have, if you're, especially if you're a female, you have to be covered head to toe, which made it very, very difficult in a hot weather. But, yeah, it was very hot. But we got a lot of ice cream, so that was something. <laughs> That'll help. Alicia, what about your uh, uh, childhood? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Sunbury, which is just near the airport. Near, Sunbury, is that, that? Not near Sudan? No. No, nowhere near Sudan. So Sunbury, Melbourne, Victoria. It's about 20 minutes from the airport. No? No one knows of it? Still got family there? No, no more family. Um, I then moved around a little bit. I moved to Canberra for three years and lived in Canberra and then relocated back to Melbourne six years ago and live down in Cheltenham now. Oh, well, th- hang on a second, Luke. Yeah, I think I think Alicia might have just answered your first question, which was going to be, where do you... Leave. Yeah, where do you live? All right, so the cat's out of the bag, Luke. Cat's Cheltenham. Luke, what's what's your favourite thing about living in Cheltenham, Luke? Favourite. Yeah, why do you like living in Cheltenham? Because it's close to something? or My um, sister lives in Cheltenham. Oh, so your sister's close by. What's your favourite thing about Cheltenham? 
Alicia? Oh, that's a tricky one. Oh, I think my it? favorite thing is we found a really amazing ice cream shop in oh. Bow Morris that me and my daughter love going to on a Friday night. I know. What's the name of that ice cream shop in Beaumont? It's called Will's Batch Ice Creamery. Oh, I Will's Batch. And that's just up the road from you, right? It is just up the road from me. So I live in between Cheltenham and Beaumont. Um, so it's five minutes up the road so we can get in the car and go get us a yummy ice cream treat. You've got cinemas very close too, right? At Southland, yes. Oh, I, yeah, yes, I we do. Southland yeah, Southland's just up the road as well. What about Sam? Your suburb, please, Sam. I live in Crumbin South, which is about 45 to 50 minute drive from here. You might have Jack as a neighbour, and hello to Jack if you're listening. Hi, I th- Jack's Jack certainly a, he's Cranburn way. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful area. I like Crumbin. Yep. Yeah, grew up, grew up around that area since I've been here. So, yeah. What makes it beautiful? Oh, I think it's very community like feel that I like, and then we've got really nice parks around for our dog. Um, and we have a little cafe in our estate at the moment that I actually like. It's called The Little Wolf. Lovely. Little Wolf sounds a little enticing. Angus, you're up. Who's in your family? Oh, that's a very good question. I have my daughter, Ella, who is 16. 16? Yep. Oh, no, it's a tricky age. And we <laughs> and we also have our cat who's called Miss Magic. Miss Magic? Yes, and she's two years old. Two years old? Ella is how old, sorry? 16. Yep. Yeah, so she's just finished up school and started her traineeship in childcare. Ah. Mm, looking after all the babies. We know someone who does that. Well, we we know some people at Bailey House, that, yeah, dabbling that. And what about more family? You've got brothers, sister. Are you a sister? I've got a twin brother and sister that are older than me. One lives in Melbourne. One lives in Canberra. I've got a younger brother who lives in Melbourne. I've got a stepsister in Sydney, and a wow. half brother in Wollongong. And my dad lives in the New South Wales South Coast. So, were you a triplet? No, I was actually a twin, but sadly one died. Um, but my, I've got a twin brother and sister. Oh, sorry, got you, got you. Yeah. Got you. yeah. And, and yeah, that's that's my family. There's a few members to that family. And Sam? Oh, can we skip that question for me? That's sure. Yeah. No? We can talk about family here. So, family here, I've got. Yeah, that's fine. Well, so I have. Yeah, so I've got a dog named Spike. And I've got, Mike. yeah, and I've got two cats, Snuffle and Shadow. All right, tell us about the dog. What sort of dog is it? A lot of dog lovers here. Hello to Haley if you're listening. So our dog is an American staff, big boy. He's about three years old, three and a bit. Yeah. Um, and he likes to run. He loves car rides, so we have to take him everywhere we go. But, yeah, he's a good boy. Mostly. So, he, so he, he's a big Big dog. How, what, he would need a lot of walking, right? A lot of exercise. Yes, a lot of exercise. So we try to get him to walk at least, I don't know, two, three times a week. Um, but he gets to go and visit his other friends twice a week that he gets to play with. Yeah. But he's a big dog. So if he's on his back feet, he's my height. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a tall boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, um. And the cats, now this is a big dog. You've got two cats? How yes. do they get along with such a big dog? Ooh, so, uh, How do they get along with such a big dog? Luke, I'm worried the dog would look at the cats and go, mmm, <laughs> dinner. 
They get along okay. They get along actually quite well. So Snuffle, the oldest cat, she's you know the biggest cat in the house. Um, she's very. She can be a little bit mean sometimes to Spike because she's very very territorial, likes her own space. Spike and Shadow love each other. They're best friends. They play oh, together a lot. Yeah. So they yeah, they tend to live together. They they manage. Yeah. It's it's a home a harmonious setup. Yeah. Well, I'd love to, you know, flesh these things out a bit further, but we've got we've got a lot to get to. We really want to get to the to the uh, the bulk of our questions, which relate to short term accommodation. Simon, yeah, um, how you having fun? What do you do for fun? Nothing. <laughs> you watch the V eight super, yes, and you get out about in the community, yes. Yeah, I know you do. What about Alicia? Are you into the V8 supercars, Alicia? No, I know nothing about cars. I do. I drive one. I just don't know how they how they work. Um, have fun. That's a good question. I like going out to see live music. So I, I love going out and seeing bands. Um, I love taking my daughter to theatre. So we go see some theatre shows and to the movies. Um, I go out drinking with my girlfriends to a cocktail bar. Oh, yeah. oh that's always fun. And I've also recently joined a book club. So I meet up once a month with a group of ladies and we have breakfast together and we talk about the book that we read. Right, Wonderful. Mm. And Sam? Matt, you stuffed it up. I need to be part of that book club because I read quite a lot. <laughs> there you go. You might have a new member already. Mm. So what I do for fun is I'll read a lot of books. I do quite a lot of reading. Um, catch up with friends for drinks as well <laughs> every now and then. Um, and I watch a lot of documentaries. Yeah. Anything you've watched lately that you could recommend? Oh, what's your favourite all-time documentary, Sam? I watch a lot of crime documentaries, so I don't know if you people will be into that. Yeah, it's a real-life crime that I am into. What's your favourite ever documentary? If there's any listeners that are into crime documentaries, oh, Ted Bundy was a good one. Yeah, yep. So Ted Bundy was yeah, that's a highlight for me. Yeah. Quite an upstanding citizen, wasn't he? Mm, yep, you can say that. <laughs> Luke. All right. Well, we've got to know be the girls serious. a little bit. We've got to know a bit a little bit be about them serious, personally. Well, I want you to be serious and focus on this question, my friend. What other jobs have you <clears throat> What other jobs have you done? Brilliant, mate. Good question. I've had a lot of jobs over my time. A lot of them have been in the disability sector, but some of my favourite jobs in the past, I used to work at Luna Park in my early 20s. I was a carnival girl, so I did all the rides and wore the purple purple overalls and put you on the rides and took your tickets. Um, and I also worked for Foxtel and I did get free Foxtel so I could watch all the movies, which was pretty cool. You didn't stand on the roller coaster, did you? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. I was on the ground. I did all the fun game ones so where you can win the prizes. That was pretty cool. So I used to do that on a Friday, Saturday night. And if you work at Luna Park, do you get free rides? 
You do. You actually have to go on them to be able to talk about the rides and interact with customers when they go on them or if they're scared. You should go on them. What about Sam? What other jobs have you had? Okay, I've worked in customer service before. I worked at my uh, worked. I worked at Coles. I also worked as a cook. That was just temporarily to just help around. Um, I was a yeah. So I, could, I think it's called kitchen hand as well. I did that a little bit, and I worked in an aged care. And yeah, I've been in disability for I think about six. Six, seven years now. Yeah. And I stuck to it. Yep, stuck to it. Alicia, why is working in disability important to you? Oh, very good question, Matt. I think it's important to me because I also have a disability myself. So I have diplegic cerebral palsy, which affects my right leg. Hang on, Luke. Why did you say, oh, God? I've got it too. Uh Uh-huh. We can be CP buddies together. Woo! (laughs) Um, So growing up, I obviously had it tough a little bit as well. Um, So I wanted to give back into the community and to help other people with disabilities um, and found that it was my passion and it's very rewarding. And it fills my cup at the end of the day when I get to support clients, be independent, um, especially out in the community. I'm all about everyone having equal rights and getting to go out and enjoy life. And I love finding all the crazy fun activities for our clients to, to undertake when they come to visit. What do you mean when you say when you were younger, you had it tough a little bit? Yeah, so I think when I was growing up, there was still a big stigma about disabilities in society. I was born, I'm an 80s baby, and growing up, the only other person in primary school was a girl with Down syndrome, and she was beautiful and lovely, and it was just hard, the bullying, the teasing, and sadly, as I got older, the bullying and teasing actually got worse. Um, Even as a mum now, I witnessed my daughter firsthand seeing people make fun of me in the streets and make rude comments that upset her as well. So, yeah, I think we've come a long way in society, but we've still got a long way to go about accepting disabilities out there. Oh, that sucks. So sorry that you still have to... It sure does. ...to um, be the brunt of that. Sam, what about you? Why is it important for you to work in this sector? I loved helping people, and I think that was something that I always had a passion for. Um, so, yeah, I think disability was the right place for me. I tried edge care, but it wasn't as involving, you know what I mean? It's, it's not us how we would get to sit down with the guys and have a chat with them, have a cup of coffee. It's not like that. So I think for me, edge care was no, and I wanted something where I can actually interact with the people that I'm working with. So, yeah, disability is the way for me. And I did nursing, and I was like, nope. Put me back to disability, that is where I belong, but yeah. So you studied nursing? Yes, I did my diploma of nursing in Chisholm. I graduated in 2020, but I just realised that it wasn't for me. It was just more, go administer medication, take care of a wound and call it a day. But here you get to sit with the guys, you get to have a chat with them and do things. So, yeah. All right, Ang. So you're a person that's thinking about staying at one of these short-term accommodations. We Sometimes they get referred to as 
respite, right, Alicia? Correct. That is correct, yes. I think we're trying to drop that term. I think I that think was what I was told. To, yeah. yeah, I think they want us to refer to it more as STA or short-term accommodation. I don't know what that is. It's anyway, short-term. half a dozen and six, I reckon, Angus. But I reckon so, mate. Yeah. We better toe the company line. Angus, but, you know, would you want to just arrive with your bags and your toothbrush or would you first like to... Have a tour. Yeah. Yeah. Is it possible, Alicia, to have a tour at Asling Street? Great question, Angus. And absolutely, you can come have a tour. Uh, sometimes I'm there during the week, so you get to see me if you to come tour. Uh, so usually families will call our inquiry clients, client services, client engagement team um, and they'll organize an intake meeting and a site tour so you get to come to the house and you get a lovely tour you get to see what's on offer and then we sit down and talk about your needs your goals how we can best look after you um, and then you book in to to come and stay same applies at um, Lonsdale Avenue Sam tours are okay yes yes it goes the same way how we do it at Asling gets done at Lonsdale as well yep so people can come and have a tour and have visit and some of our guys actually come and do the cooking program at SDA so they get to see it that way too yeah and we should does that happen at both houses they yes. Do, but they don't share their food Sorry, I'll just come to you. They do, but they don't share the food with us. Uh, they don't leave you any leftovers. So if they're listening day service, share your food with us when we're on. <laughs> Please and thank you. Hey, and I did have a message from Yolanda Zonnefeld, one of our, uh, um, like me, longer term staff members here, and she said to make sure we send a big thank you from the day service for allowing us to access your house for day, houses for day services activity. So it doesn't go... Uh, um, unnoticed. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Sammy, you're up again, mate. Number two. How is your eyeball this day? Well, I think like Alicia said, it has a bit of a process, um, but once we know how we can support you better, then you can either talk to um, Alicia or myself or you can talk to our client services team and then just tell us what day and what time you want to come and that's it. Alicia, if I'm somebody that wants to stay in short-term accommodation, do I get to choose which of the houses I, I want to stay in? Absolutely, um, but it also depends on your your needs and your care requirements. So as Okay, the- don't, don't go on too much about that just yet. <laughs> I don't want to put the cup. Well, okay, okay. So, right, you might elaborate on that a bit further, but it depends on your needs, okay? Yes, depends on your needs. All right, all right. Well, let, we might thrash that out a bit more a bit later, I reckon. We've got a question coming up about this. Uh, Mr. O'Connor. How long can I stay? Yeah. Now, Sam Baker, you've stayed in, uh, you've stayed at Asling Street before, haven't you? I did. How many days did you stay there? Till Friday. Was it three nights or two nights? Five. That's quite a while. Five nights, Sam. How long could somebody stay if they want to? Like, could somebody stay for three weeks? I think it depends on everyone and what their plan is. Um, But, yeah, so I think clients can stay for as long as as they want to stay. But I think there is a guideline in NDIS where people can't stay for more than 14 days at once. Can you elaborate on that, Alicia? 
Yeah, so I think it's a 14-day stay, but dependent on a client's plan, it's up to 28 days, but it all comes back down to someone's NDIS plan and what their, their funding is. Is there a minimum number of nights or can people just stay for one night only? Yeah, absolutely. We had a couple of clients stay just this past weekend overnight because we had our first STA disco where all our home and living houses came together and boogied on down until the the late hours of the night. No, just kidding. Everyone was home in bed by 9pm. But we had a couple of clients come and just stay for that night. Um, I think I heard, Sam, you said your both houses have got five bedrooms. Is that right? Yes. So do I get to choose if I'm somebody that wants to stay? Do I get to choose which bedroom I I end up in while I'm staying? Yes. As long as it's not occupied by someone else, you get to choose which bedroom you want to sleep in. Yep. Yeah, I guess there would be sometimes it would overlap and there'd be, yeah, it would clash with another, uh, um, someone else who's residing there at the time, Luke. Uh, Hey, speaking of Luke. You want to say something? I want no. I want you to say something. <laughs> I wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> Your third question, please, mate. Um. <laughs> Did I stuff this up? Yes. Oh, is the picture not clear enough? No, but I can't. Oh, All right. Well, let's explain to listeners. You've got a picture there. You've got two girls. It looks like they've got their. What do you call those things, Alicia? There. Suitcase. Suitcase. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks like they've just arrived at... Um, Home. Well, or somewhere. It looks like they've maybe they've just arrived at their accommodation. Yeah. You reckon they know each other? Yes. What do they look like to you? <laughs> they look like they might be... Uh, Good friends. Yes! God, don't shout at my ear. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. So, Luke... I wonder if it's... Sorry about that. Can you still hear me? It's not ringing. So we want to know, is it possible to stay at Asling Street or Lons Avenue with a friend? Of course. Yes, you can. Yep, you can stay with your friend at Lonsdale or at Asling. We have a couple of people that come over with their friends they book in so they can spend time with their friends at SCA and do some fun stuff. A big hello to Matt Lloyd and Angela Little Dyke if you're listening. Alicia, who's that sorry? Molly, James and Thomas as well. They they tend to come together as well. And I guess Alicia it just depends once again on the availability of the rooms. Absolutely. So we do have a booking system. Um, So some families tend to book in advance as well if they want to all come together to ensure that they don't have to fight it out for the room space. Um, But yes, like before, the rooms are very popular. At Aslin, we have room number one, which is the fan favourite. So it's best in first dress on a Friday afternoon. What do you be running down the corridor to get the room first. What do you uh, recommend as far as booking? How far in advance should families and support staff be booking ahead oh good question i guess it depends on the family needs and the clients needs so we have some clients that might come in every couple of weekends just for a weekend stay we've currently got some staying in a couple of weeks for a week stay because their families are going away on holidays yeah, sorry but how much notice 
how, how far in advance should they actually book, do you know? It would be great to have very advanced notice, but we can sometimes get that late Friday afternoon call at 2pm that someone's staying in the night. So the more notice, the better, but we can also cater for late, late emergencies as well. Angus, you live at, uh, now for the listeners, let the listeners know where you live, mate. On Blaylow Street. And what sort of house is that? Is that, uh, is that a St John of God house or a Bailey? No, Bailey House house. Now, do you ever think to yourself, oh, I wouldn't mind a break from these jokers? No, I like them. Right, okay. I like them. Well, that's good. No, that's probably not a bad thing, really. No. But I'm wondering if somebody like Angus that lives in a Bailey House house, uh, um, Sam, can they they spend time in short-term accommodation? Oh, I don't believe so, because then STA would not be part of their funding. Yeah, so for people to come and stay at respite or SDA, they need to have a respite funding for them allocated into their care plan. Okay, this is all part of the NDIS, right? That's true. That's correct, yes. Um, Alicia, before I stay at Aslingstead or Lonsdale Avenue, will I be told who else is staying? Oh, that is a very good question, and I'm going to say possibly not. It's a surprise when you arrive. But you could probably find out if you wanted to. Uh, Yes, but due to privacy, we may not be able to disclose that information to just anyone. But Sam and I do work collectively together with the bookings team to ensure that we've got the right fit clients coming in at the same time and that there may not be any um, disagreements or any concerns. Um, But that is a very good question that we would need to follow up on. Yeah, great. You want to make sure you've got the dynamics right. What about now, will I only see other Bailey House people staying at the house? No. So while predominantly our clients that do come and stay at Aslin or Lonsdale do use Bailey House in some form, we are now starting to see non-Bailey House uh, clients coming in, which is fantastic. Great. So it can be a great way to meet new people. Absolutely. Angus, we're back over to you, I believe, my friend. Yes, sir. Do we have any wheelchair accents? Accent? Well, close, very close. Tough one. Access. Wheelchair access. And these questions come courtesy of Bronnie and Jode, who we caught up with as well. We sort of roamed the building in our pre-production meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the girls were asking, um, making inquiries about wheelchair accessibility, Sam. What's things like at Lonsdale Avenue with regard to that? So Lonsdale Avenue is wheelchair accessible. Yeah, so anyone that has a wheelchair or a walker will be able to enter and exit, like, no problem. Yeah, and they can access our backyard as well. So it's fully equipped for our clients that need a wheelchair. Yep. Yep. What about things like hoists? Uh, I've lost my way here, sorry. Yeah, and ramps. The toilet and the bathroom is accessible. Yep, so Lonsdale is mainly for our clients that need a little bit more support with their wheelchair hoist so it's completely a flat a flat, <laughs> a flat ground where we can um, use it for hoisting and our bathrooms are bigger as well so then we can put in wheelchairs through and use our hoist as well what about a vehicle i imagine the house has its own vehicle yes yes we have our vehicle that is wheelchair accessible as well yep Wonderful. And this is what you might have been leaning towards earlier, um, Alicia, when you were talking about 
one house. It might depend on your needs, I think you said. Absolutely. So while Lonsdale is fully accessible for any client's needs and care um, requirements, Aslin is more body accessible. So we do unfortunately have stairs to our front entrance and also our backyard. We are looking to see if we can potentially make it wheelchair friendly with some ramps. But for the time being, it would be a challenge for uh, walker frames and also wheelchairs to get up into the house. Uh, Like Sam, our bathrooms are accessible friendly. However, we don't have the hoisting and additional equipment. That's all based at Lonsdale Street. Okie dokes. Back to Mr. Baker. Are they male or anti-female staff? Yes. So, unfortunately, I think right now we only have one male. Hi, Brad. (laughs) He's our only male staff and majority of them are female staff. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, yeah, right. Sorry. The females dominate our SDA, that's for sure. Welcome to my life, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. At the day service. Uh, um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, and what about on your books, Alicia? Yeah, same, same. Shout out to Brad, who is a massive and favorite across both houses. So we utilize him as wherever we can. But yes, female, female, females rule in uh, short-term accommodation. And in this sector, probably, really. Hey, and so do the staff typically work across both sides? Um, Yes, we've got some who predominantly just work at one house, but we are that flexible that we do have crossovers because sometimes Lonsdale may have all the bookings one week where Asleen doesn't have clients coming in and and vice versa. So we we share our staff. Um, Sam, will you focus on people's NDIS goals while they're staying? Yes, so goal monitoring is something we're currently working on. Um, Thanks to Tess, she's spent months on that project. Um, And yeah, we're thinking of implementing it at SDA officially as well. But yes, we do focus on their NDIS goals. And the same would apply, I imagine, with your house? Yes, absolutely. So before you come and stay, we might be in contact with your family just to see if there are any goals you want to specifically work on. We also offer an amazing life skills program as well that we've trialed, I think it was late last year, where you can come in and predominantly stay for a week and learn all your life skills, like your meal prep, your cooking, your washing, your housework. So it's a fantastic little program that's been created. It is, and we had Penny come and chat to us about that some uh, weeks back, and we hope things, I hope, hopefully that's been quite a successful um, program. Simon, I'm in the right spot, aren't I? Yeah. Can things things, uh, from home? What would you take if you were going to stay there at one of the houses? What would you take from your house? Uh, iPad. Your own iPad. Okay, good point. Alicia, can people take their things from their house? Things that are important to them. Yes, of course, absolutely. Uh, We have a lot of our clients come with their own phones or electronics. Um, The good thing at Aslin and Lonsdale is we actually come equipped with some TVs, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation. So we've got you all set up. Fantastic. So there's access to Wi-Fi? You have to ask politely for the password, but we if you ask nicely, we will provide it. 
Wonderful. Anything to add in that regard, Sam? Nah, you can bring in your own things, but I think for, yeah, we do have a lot of games mm. um, that, you know, you can use. And some clients bring in their own beddings, but, you know, we do probably provide our beddings as well. So, yeah, you're more than welcome to bring your own things, but, yes, we will have the things you will need for your stay. Beautiful. Now, this was a big question, Luke. <laughs> this was a question that was raised pretty quickly when we had our pre-production meeting. Now, I don't know if you've got. I don't know if you've got one of these in your in your bedroom, but people want to know the answer to this question. I've got a. Well, can you ask a question I've first? I you beg your pardon. I've got a TV in my room. You have, but what, what about? Can you just ask the darn question? Can you just ask the darn question? Um. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you have a T TV TV in which rooms? What do you mean? You see? well, there's a picture of a bed. Oh yeah, in your bedroom. Yeah. So at Lonsdale, we have TVs in all the bedrooms. I think at Asling we only got one TV in one of the bedrooms. But yeah, we do have plenty of TVs around. Like at Asling we've got two TVs in both of the lounge and at Lonsdale we have, yeah, two TVs in the living rooms as well. So, yeah. So a TV never too far away, Alicia. Correct. We've only got one, sadly, in one of the bedrooms. And funny enough, that's not the room everyone fights over either. Um, But we do, we have two lounge rooms, so we've got two TVs in there as well. What about streaming services? A lot of people like to watch Netflix and Stan and what else is there? Sammy Paramount Plus and Disney Plus. Yes, we have Netflix set up on both TVs or all TVs so everyone can access Netflix. I think being an older TV, we can't put the other apps on, unfortunately, at this stage. But everyone does love Netflix. Streaming services at Lonzo Avenue, Sam? It is the same. So we've got Netflix that people can use. Yep, I think it's set up in all the bedrooms as well as the living rooms. Yep. God, Luke, I might book myself in here before long. I tell you. Oh, get I wish a, it did. Get a break from the kids. Oh, this is not uh, nice. Now, I probably couldn't stay if I wanted to, Alicia, because I don't have an NDIS plan. That is correct. But I always joke that I'm moving in as well. I keep saying it all the time that I'm going to take one of the bedrooms and just move in. I didn't ask before about when we were talking about bedrooms. I trust there's a staff bedroom as well. Staff yes. are always sleeping over. Very good question. Yes, it is 20, well, oh, it's 24-7 staffed when we have clients stay in. So there is a staff room for clients to sleep at night time. Yes, correct. For staff to sleep in there at night time. <laughs> all right, I've got to run a muddle. Angus, this was a very important question too. A lot of people wanted to know the answer to this question. What? What sort of food do you eat? Yeah. How do you organise the meals, Sam? How does it work? Oh, my God. So our meals are very multicultural. So we've got different stuff from different backgrounds, and most of our clients are actually happy to try different food. So how we organise our meals is whenever the clients come in, we ask them what they would like for dinner, and then we make a group decision. And the staff will cook, and the clients will participate if they want to. Yeah. So we have different food, like from all around the world. Is that the way things operate also at 
Asling Street, Alicia? I would say yes. However, in recent weeks, I've seen a running theme that pasta is the fan fave for everyone staying. We had um, two day service clients just come for their first meet and greet last week. And during the week, they stopped me and courted me in the hallway to go pasta for dinner on Friday night. So I had to leave a note for staff to say that they were coming in and they wanted pasta for dinner. What about takeaway? Is, it, is that an option sometimes? Um, absolutely. Takeaway can sometimes be an option when we do a themed activity. Uh, just on Saturday night, we had pizzas for dinner for our disco. However, we try and work with each individual and especially with healthy choices as well. Um, so, yeah, we work collectively to ensure that everyone is enjoying their food and meals when they stay, but catering for the dietary requirements as well. Takeaway possible, Sam, at Lonsdale Avenue? Yeah, it's so Lonsdale and Asling, uh, they function very, very similarly. So, yes, our takeaway, we can have takeaways every now and then, but again, it, yeah, we definitely encourage healthy eating. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> well, hello. Well, hello. Fancy seeing you here. Yes. Do I, do I have to make my own bed? Do you make your own bed at home, Sammy? Yes, I do. Brilliant. Yeah, make his bed instead. Alicia? Yes, you do need to make your own bed, but staff are there to help and support you to gain those independent skills of making your bed. What about things like the laundry, washing dishes, vacuuming, oh uh, recycling, Sam? Is that Are they tasks that... Um, people are expected to assist with? We encourage everyone that comes to stay to participate as much as possible. So if someone is good at doing the laundry, then we encourage them to do the laundry. But like Alicia said, we always have stuff around to help and support you in every way. But yes, we encourage independence and just getting your skills. Yeah, That's great actually, isn't it? Because So you don't expect everyone to do everything, but... People have got their own strengths, I guess, Angus, haven't they? And so if they can, if they can chip in uh, um, in some capacity, that would be greatly appreciated, I'm sure. Simon. Uh, can you do my, my bedtime? What time do you normally go to bed, mate? Uh, up at nine or... Up at nine? Yeah, or dead cook. What time do you go to bed, Angus? About nine. So. Alicia, what time do you go to bed? Oh, I'm a nana. I like to be in bed by like 8.30. Luke, what time do you go to bed? What time do you go to bed, mate? Bed. Yeah, what time do you like to be in bed? Uh, if it was, if it was a Friday night, I stay up. But What about on a normal night? What time do you go to bed tonight? I have to go to bed at 9.30. 9.30. Sam, what time do you like to be in bed? Oh, my God. I'm terrible. So I don't actually have a proper time that I go to bed to. You're a bit of a night owl. Mm, so I tend to go to bed anytime between 11 p.m. and midnight. Sam Baker, what about you? I go to by midnight. Whoa. So, so the so so it sounds to me like we. I'm a bit low. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a night owl myself, Sam. We're all different by the sound of things, Alicia. So how does it work at um, Asling Street? Can, Like Simon said, can he go to bed whenever he wants to? 
Pretty much, yeah. I mean, staff are there to support him. Uh, mostly what I've seen in most, most recent weeks is clients tend to go to bed anywhere between 8.30 and 10 o'clock. But I'm sure one day we're going to experience a night owl like Sam um, and staff will be there to support them if they're, they're still awake. You know what? Sam likes to sit up late on Friday and Saturday. You know why? Why? Because he likes to watch Rage! Oh, Rage is pretty good, Sam. Good for you. Hang on, Sam Baker. Hang on, hang on. What were you going to say, mate? I started up till 1 o'clock at 1.30. Oh, God, so don't invite Sam out for breakfast on a Saturday or Sunday. Don't invite Sam out for breakfast. Sam, while you're there, mate, let's get your next question. I guess the same thing applies, Sam, as well. Yes. Most people choose their own bedtime. You're comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Most most our guys go to bed, yeah, between 9, 9.30, 10pm. Yeah. You found. Sammy Baker, your last question, mate. Are they in your pits? Yes, I have three. At, no, at, at the house. At the house. Oh, no, we don't. We don't have any pets in the house, unfortunately. Yeah. Nope. Okay, what about... Well, I wonder, that's at Lonsdale Avenue. I wonder about Asling Street. No, sadly not at Asling Street either at this stage. Because we are a short-term accommodation, we can't guarantee that we're always going to have bookings throughout the week. So we can't really have a pet because who would look after it? Oh, that's a great point you raise. What sort of grog do you drink? Well, hang on. Oh, come on, Angus. Well, well, we want to know more specifically about the houses, right? So when you're there, can I... Can you take a beer? Bring some beer in. Sorry, mate? Bring some beer in. Yeah, or maybe you're a person that likes a wine or a champagne. Is that possible, Alicia? Wait, are we going out for the beer or are you bringing it into my house? Oh, At, at Asling Street? Good question. And everyone with choice and control have their rights to have a drink or two. Um, I would say yes, but it would be we'd have to, you know, make sure that it's okay to have it in the house with other clients around. I know that we take clients out for dinner and occasionally they'll have a drink with dinner as well, which is fully acceptable. Yeah. So that's okay. Watch this space. That's a really good question that I, I actually need to find out more about. So, so you could probably have a you could probably have a beer or two or a wine or two, Sam, as long as you keep your clothes on. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it should. Yeah, I think it should be okay, like Alicia said. It's all about choice and control, but obviously we'll have to be mindful of the other people in the house. So we need to be respectful. Um, and I think it would has to be kept in an area only that person can access it and not accessible to everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. And uh, I beg your pardon. I should. What was? What was that? You shouldn't say that. In the did, I, of stay. did I just embarrass myself? Yes. God. Well, I didn't take my clothes off. I was talking about people taking. Oh, now I'm talking about people taking their clothes off. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Simon, can you get us back on track? What you do, we do, Rosie. Beg your pardon? What do you do? What? <laughs> Why did he do that question? So you're talking about activities? Yeah. Yeah, good point. Well, what did you do on the weekend, Angus? What do you like to do? I like going to the footy. To watch who? The vampires. Your local football team. 
That's yeah. right. Sam Baker, what do you like to do on the weekends? Uh, I don't know yet. I, I haven't been told yet. Oh, well, what do you like to do? Sorry, the problem is I'm talking the microphone and it needs to be over to you. I go in with my sister taking me to funny. You like going to the AFL games? Are there planned activities, Alicia? Absolutely. So this is a really big new initiative that we're doing at short-term accommodation where we are planning activities in advance so families can look on our website and book in and see what activities we are doing. Just in recent weeks, we have gone to the Melbourne Zoo, we've gone to a petting farm, we've gone to Acme. Uh, Yesterday, our clients went down to Frankston to take part in the Frankston Street Art Parade. We had our disco. Yeah, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. So we just don't get out in the community. We also do fun in-house activities as well on the weekends. Um, So it's definitely never a dull moment. Sam, if I'm somebody that has structured activities, like a lot of people at Bailey House bowl on a Saturday morning in a 10-pin bowling competition, can I still do those, my normal activities? Angus, I know, is a gym member. If somebody's staying at short-term accommodation, can they still do their regular activities? Yes, they can. So we have our beautiful Amelia that does GSAP on Saturdays. So when she comes in to stay with us, then she still gets to go and do her GSAC. And we've got, I think, Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Um, from Nepean. She does bowlings as well, which she gets to go even when she's staying at SDA as well. So yes, absolutely. They can do their, you know, act planned activities outside of SDA, even when they're staying at SDA. So, yeah. Courtney. I that. Hello, Courtney Tonkin. Are you talking about Courtney Tonkin? Yes, that's correct. Can I ask you a question that I asked Courtney Tonkin the other day and she thought I was crazy? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. I'm trying to settle an argument with my wife. Now, listen to this. Okay, if you're making somebody a cheese sandwich, Sam, are you buttering both pieces of bread? Yes. Alicia, if you're making someone a cheese sandwich, yes, you're buttering both... And on the outside as well to get it nice and crispy. No, no, just a cheese sandwich, not a toasty. Oh, not a toasty. No, no, you've got to butter both sides. Oh, God. Was it a stupid question like Courtney said? No, because there's a great debate about the Vegemite sandwich. Apparently, you don't do both sides. Oh, no, you wouldn't do that. Courtney laughed her head off and she said, nobody has ever asked me that question. <laughs> Uh, Haley James, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, Hales. Uh, she, oh, should, we should, uh, should I get back to our questions? Um, Luke, well, lucky last is with you, my friend. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this because she said you should butter Ellie both sides. So- hey? My Ellie does. Well, I want to know what Ellie thinks. Do you butter both sides of a cheese sandwich? It's not looking good for me at this stage of proceedings. <laughs> you seen the price of butter lately? Luke! Lucky last question, mate, and thank you so much, girls, for being so generous with your time. I know you have to go soon, Sammy. Did you see what he just blew at me? Yeah, the kisses. He blows me kisses all day long. All right, Luke, lucky last question, please. And an important question, I think. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. 
Well, can you have, if you're staying there, can you have... Can you have visitors? Yes, as long as we know in advance, then that's not a problem at all. You can have visitors, certainly. And that's same applies, I imagine, once again? Absolutely, as long as we've got advance notice, because we've got to be mindful that there may be other clients staying in the house at the same time. Awesome. Um, I think you might have touched on this just finally, Alicia, but are you guys, once upon a time you had a really successful uh, um, beauty therapy weekend. This might have been just prior to your... Just prior to me, Sam might have had a bit to do with that, and it was really popular. Is that the sort of thing you guys are going to try and do more of, promote those sort of in-house... Absolutely. So at the moment, we're trial trial and error with our planned activities and we try and do it a month in advance so everyone knows what's going on. So that's where we like everyone's buy-in as well to give us the feedback and ideas and suggestions. But yeah, I believe that was a huge success. Um, So we will be doing it again. We also did our first disco on Saturday night. So we're hoping to do that again in the near future. Um, So yeah, watch this space. Right. And that'll all be communicated in good time absolutely you can locate it on the website on the bailey house website and see all our upcoming planned activities and book in if you want to come is there anything we've overlooked that you wanted to relay alicia before we sign out i think one big important thing is just to know that we just don't operate on the weekends we operate seven days a week so you can come in for a weekday stay if you like or choose the weekends as well Wonderful. Sam, what about you? Anything to, to relay that we might have overlooked? No, I think it's all got covered. SDA is just all about having a break and having fun. That's it. Come and join us and see us and visit the place. Yeah, Asling is a beautiful place, so is Lonsdale. So, yeah, come and say hello anytime. Beautiful. Well, we're really glad that you guys came in and said hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Three cheers for the girls. Hip, hip. Hooray! Hip, hip. And uh, keep well and don't be strangers to Bailey Babble. Luke, thanks for joining us today, mate. Adios. Thank you. (laughs) Can you not talk about nudity next time? Well, you did. Angus, thanks for joining us, mate. Well, I see. Simon O'Connor, until next time. Thank you. Sam Baker, you got to get out of here, mate. Uh, Have a nice day. Thank you, my duck. Oh, now it's contagious. Hey, thanks for hanging in there with us, folks. You've been, thanks for dabbling in all our babbling. This has been the Bailey Babble.